I'm Ariel. And I'm Marsha. And we are the Rosettes. The only mother-daughter podcast, that as far know. as we know, yeah. dedicated to talking about The Bachelor. And we just watched the latest episode. We don't have real TV, so we always watch um, the episode a little late, which Actually, is why our episode gets out a little late. Well, to be perfectly honest, our TV is real, but the stuff we get to watch on it is not right now. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't have cable. We don't have cable. They understand what we, we mean, Mom. <laughs> I know, I know. People know well, it's what like we're we have a pretend television, like we're imagining. It's not like we're <laughs> just imagining this. This isn't the, <laughs> the real Bachelor. We're just making it up. No, we just don't have cable, so we have to watch a little late. But we just watched it, and we are so excited to talk yeah. about it. So first off, we open at the mansion. And there's a bunch of young, well, they're all young, women gathered around the pool talking about the previous week's drama. And Sydney and Tasha are talking, and one of them goes, last week was so hard because he's just dating all the other girls right in front of your own face. (gasps) Horrors. Who'd have thought that would have happened Who on The Bachelor? It's a <laughs> dating show with multiple contestants. <laughs> Who knew? And Sydney went on to talk about the drama that was happening between everyone the week before. So Sydney um, says that she and Onyeka were having some drama. And then there was the pageant drama, mm-hmm. as well as the Demi and Tracy drama. So much drama. What do you think is the least drama of the drama? Um, Sydney and Onyeka. Same, yeah. Yeah. What do you think is like the like most? just being petty. Yeah, they're just like, bang, bang, bang. So what do you think was the most dramatic of the drama? The Pageant girls! Same. I'm so excited. I love the pageant drama that's happening. Um, so after the girls are talking at the mansion about this, uh, Chris Harrison shows up and he's talking to the girls about the prior week, which was just the first week too. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like they've been there a long time, but Chris Harrison decides to give them love advice. He talks about how this experience includes the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows. I don't even think he says the bachelor experience, though. I just think he means, like, love, love in, in general. general. Yeah. And That's I'm like... Probably decent advice. Eh. Okay. Anyways. Um, they get the date card, and Onyeka opens it, and... I see, I, in my list, I have Katie, Heather, Hannah B., Courtney, Kerpa, Kaylin, Demi and Tracy going on the date. I think Hannah was talking about how excited she was to go on the group date. And it's Hannah B, the Hot Mess Express Hannah. Yeah, not Hannah G. Not Hannah G. So Hannah B is just super excited to go on a group date with Colton. Until Um, she finds out that Kaylin's coming. So she, before they announce Kaylin's going, she's like, I'm so excited. But I just hope that that Miss North Carolina is not going to be there because I hate her. And then right after that, Kaylin gets called for the group date, and then, like... They show Hannah's little... Hannah's just uh, being face. so catty. Catty face. And Kaylin just... Obviously, she's not happy about it, but she doesn't care. Well... Or I mean, she does care. She just isn't going to show it. Right. There's she's she's going to be above it. You can tell how one of these girls became the runner-up and the other one didn't right. place. Right. Like... <laughs> 
It's just very, very clear. One is willing to, you know, put it aside and carry on, and the other one's obsessed with it. Um, but, you know. So then um, we see the girls, and they are headed to a pirate dinner where Captain Colton is waiting for them on his ship. And oh, and the, what did the date card said? Looking for life's greatest treasures or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Debbie goes... <laughs> Colton, you don't need to look for life's greatest treasure because it's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> About herself. <laughs> She's so funny. I wouldn't want to be friends with So they all get in their little little vans, their little minivans, and they're driven to this wonderful place. I've heard of it. I've never been there, though. I think it's in Anaheim. It's in an, it, it is in Anaheim. It's just, I don't know the name of it. It's like a pirate-themed medieval times type of yeah, experience. I think when I was a Disney cast member, we could have gotten discounts okay. there. I never did it, though. So if you're not familiar with medieval times or this pirate thing, basically, you go to have this experience, you get to eat dinner with your hands, and you are associated with one team. There's, like, four different teams, and then you root from your chair for your team, whether it's a medieval knighting-type joust situation or in this event, a pirate one. I think the pirate one sounds really fun. I'd actually like to do that sometime. Mm-hmm. So basically, the girls all show up and they see Colton dressed in pirate gear on this faux <laughs> ship. Oh yeah, okay. And, they, and of course, they go, ah, Colton, ah! and he's up there in his sort of pirate-looking gear. He looks like a really, really clean-cut pirate. Like, he looks like a Magic Mike pirate. Yeah. Or like from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies before they leave the colonies and they're all tight. Or an Orlando Bloom or, pirate. Yeah, yeah. That, exactly. Okay. So he's up there. Will Turner. Yeah. Like Will Turner. <laughs> and he's up there on the mast or whatever. My favorite. And there's two dudes fighting on this ship and then Colton looks down at them and he says, Hey, hey you knuckleheads. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> like, knuckleheads is a particularly, you know, well-known pirate yeah. phrase. And then all the, all the girls, like, are laughing super hard at that. And I was laughing, too, but not because it was funny, just because it was, like, so, like, a little cringe, yeah. you know? It was I was cute. like, oh my It gosh. was cute. I thought he was really cute. And so then he slides down on his pirate rope, um, Jack Sparrow style, and he throws the two dudes into the water, which there's actually, like, actual water yeah, in there. Yeah, there's actual water, yeah. Um, and the girls go, and the two pirates that work there talk to the girls, and they're like, the two best pirates at the end of all this pirate training are going to fight for Colton and walk the plank or whatever they say. They just to actually sound like pirates, unlike Colton. So then they all get to dress up in their pirate outfits, and Demi is bragging about how strong she is and how she's going to kill it. And then it pans to Tracy, and Tracy says, can't wait to show how strong I am also. But... Tracy's pirate costume is the best of all her outfits up until this point, and it's still horrible. Oh, you think so? I yeah. thought her pirate outfit was super dorky. Like I thought, well, I think it's better than everything else she's worn. Well, so maybe far. so, but she had but this I weird little was, hat. No, thing yeah, going and on. she had the ruffles around her neck. Yeah. I was like, you can't even dress yourself when they give you pirate clothes. Well, like, I mean, yeah, I thought it was awful, and I thought, you know, there's. I, did t- no. I thought it would impede her progress in the event. I thought, like, oh, she's never going to be able to like make any, you know, fight in that silly little bondagey type outfit. It was very strange. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't saying I liked the outfit. I just thought it was still better than anything else she's okay. worn. It was weird. Um 
But she did excel but it at was the still, state. She did do well at the state. Yeah, which I think you were just misunderstanding me. I still hated the outfit. <laughs> it was just better than everything else she's worn, because all her outfits are terrible, and she still couldn't dress herself when she was given something to wear. Demi, at one point, you know, she's talking pirates. She says, pirates, she says, pirates steal, and I'm here to steal Colton's heart. This is my quote of the night. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm not going to be one of those yo-ho-hos. <laughs> be one of those yo-ho-hos. <laughs> That's my quote of the night. Thank you, Demi. They have to battle for Colton's heart. Yeah. So they're, and then they pan back to um, the Kaylin and Hannah drama and Kaylin goes, Hannah's very competitive, so I'm very nervous. Um, oh, before this, so they start the battles, I think. Tracy knocks Katie someone, off. She knocks Katie she off. She knocks yeah. Katie off. And then Hannah knocks Tracy off, and then Hannah just keeps then knocking everyone yeah, off. Yeah, then she dominates and knocks everybody off, although she doesn't look like she's trying that hard. It's kind of like she just kind of daintily takes this little club thing and hits them, and they daintily fall off. <sighs> you know, I don't know. Oh, I thought she looked kind of aggressive. All right, all right. Well, she did, She did. you know, vanquish several people. Yeah. Um. So, Kaylin then goes on to talk about how competitive Hannah is, and she's nervous, then she gets on the plank, and uh, Hannah gets ready to hit her, and Kaylin's like, no, this isn't fair. I know how strong you are. And then she just gets off. <laughs> like, she just steps off the Kaylin did plank. That. Yeah. yeah. She, she didn't want to actually get hurt. She she was legitimately felt threatened by Hannah. Now, who's the one that said, I didn't come here to be in another pageant? Was that Hannah B? That was Hannah B, yeah. What did you think you were here for, honey? I mean... I, did she say? Did she say that right? Yeah, she did at this point. At least my notes say so. I didn't come here to be. An- oh, she says that after she sees Kaylin flirt fighting with Captain Colton. Yeah, but nevertheless, it's basically and, a pageant, right? You're all strutting yourself. Yeah. Oh, kind of. I don't. I don't really know any a whole lot about pageantry. Oh, that's probably good. <laughs> so, anyways, I grew up every year we watched it, and it was like a, I you know I had an eight year old child dream to be Miss America. I hope you don't you don't share that dream because I never showed you pageants, right? <laughs> no. Not that there's anything wrong with people being in pageants. It just shouldn't be the be all and end all of every woman's, you know, goal. The two people that were judging them, Chris and Cindy, the R pirates, they have decided the winners. I don't know how they determine this, what the criteria is, but Tracy and Kaylin are the two that win the spot in the um, show that night. Yeah, so they're the top two best trained pirates, so they're the ones that get to fight for Colton at the dinner show and everyone else. Oh, and Hannah's super pissed. Mm-hmm. Hot Mess Express, she's just like livid. Yeah. So um, they're, all the other girls are relegated to the Poop the deck. poop deck. I wanted to talk about the poop deck. You <laughs> took sorry. that from me. I didn't mean now. You now you sound like Alabama. You <laughs> took my words. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they go to the poop deck, and none of them look like they're having fun. Well, it's like the place where they settle down and eat dinner and watch the spectacle. Yeah. Um. And then the narrator says over the, like, speaker. Do you know who the narrator is? Chris Harrison. Oh, is it? At least a part of it, yeah. I, I wasn't the listening. Time, yeah. Okay. Um, I wasn't listening that close. I was kind of trying to, like, catch up yeah. on what was happening. Was he doing a pirate voice? No, but or he was, was just being Chris. And I didn't catch up till like, the third time I listened to one particular little segment because I was rewinding. But Who will save the captain? 
And Kaylin was like, I'll save the captain in her little show showmanship way. Mm-hmm. And Tracy was like, now me, I'll do it. And then um, off screen, it shows Tracy talking about how she'll definitely win. Like, there's no way she's not going to win. And then Kaylin um, slides down the rope to Colton. I mean, Tracy looks like something out of, like, Tim Burton, Mad Hatter, Alice in Wonderland kind of thing with the way her outfit is. It's very strange. Yeah, I didn't really like her outfit. And she... I don't know. She's I just really, don't really like Tracy. No, I know. And then, <laughs> she's very confident going into it. But when Tracy's talking about how she's definitely going to win, it shows Demi. And Demi's like, I do not think it's possible for Tracy to win because she's like the, the worst, worst pirate I've, I've ever seen. seen. And I just thought that was so funny. I just, I don't like Demi, but I love every time she's on the TV. I'm, I'm like, conflicted about her. <laughs> Did you see also that she threw her like turkey leg on the stage at one point? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, they show the girls and the Tracy and Kaylin are up there fighting, presumably, and and Demi like nastily throws her ginormous turkey leg up on the stage. <laughs> Probably trying to hit Tracy. <laughs> so they're, they get ready to fight and Kaylin wins and then she put she goes to save Colton. She climbs up um, and she unties him and he's like, oh, are you saving me? And she's like, yeah, I'm yeah, saving sure. you. And then they sure she like, saves them and they they kiss. Just and kind then, of a little pecky little kiss. kind of a little Yeah, like it was like kind of they don't want to be too, like, passionate in front of the other people, right, I think. Right, exactly. And was that their first kiss? Did they kiss? No, they kissed the very first night. She was the okay. very first one he kissed. Okay. On the night, at least that we saw on television. Okay. Both Katie and Hannah look so pissed when they watch the kiss, like, when they're over in the poop deck. Oh, did Katie, too? Yeah, they both just looked, like, super annoyed because they didn't want to see that, which I get. Like, it's awkward to see someone be... My notes say, at this point, Hannah says... I'm starting to spiral. Did she say that? Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> it's hard to see um, It's hard to see this. It brings out my insecurities, and I start to spiral. And at that point, I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yes, I have been waiting for this. <laughs> She's going to spiral. She's going to break any minute. She, oh, this is going to be so good. Alabama. And then she goes, if he knew about who she really is, he'd feel differently about her, and he needs to know. And then it goes to the nighttime part of the date, which is at Big Daddy's Antiques, which is kind of weird. And it totally looks familiar. I feel like um, they've definitely been on this location before for a date, like on RE season or something. Maybe. Like, I it looks super rec- familiar. Yeah, I didn't recognize it, but I haven't But it might just it be their yeah. prop people and the fact that they always bring the same set yeah. pieces to every date that they ever go on. Now, I think it's interesting that at this point-ish, um, Colton makes a toast, and he makes a toast to seeing the personalities come out in the girls, which I think is sort of ironic or iffy in that we're starting to see some of the darker personalities come out. Yeah. You know, as well as some of the more energetic and vivacious personalities. Well, what I thought when I was watching it, too, is when he was toasting to their personalities, I was like, it's almost like he's shocked that these pretty girls have personalities. (laughs) Like, wow, yeah, cool. You found girls that are pretty and, like, (laughs) talk? Go you, I guess. Like, that's that's a weird thing to be proud of. (laughs) Hannah talking. And so Hannah says, this is definitely working out for Colton every week which there's only been two weeks, uh, things are just getting deeper and deeper with the connections he's having. And it's 
um, hard on group dates because you're seeing that and it's just very like it's getting us all nervous. And then, yeah, because Hannah G's not on a date, so this is Hot Mess Express. And then Colton makes the toast to personalities, and then Demi is excited for the pageant girls. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She says they know that there can be only one, and she's excited to see them crash and burn. (laughs) They both sacrifice themselves to the the pageant, you know, aside drama. And then... uh, it shows Colton and Katie talking, and this is a really nice mm-hmm. moment, I think. They seem to this have a nice. lot of chemistry, I think. Katie and Colton are super cute. Um, and Colton compliments her for being so real. He's like, you're so real, um, and it looked like you were having so much fun. And she was like, well, yeah, weren't you having fun? Like, I was having fun. That's why I looked it. She's and she very, was like, yeah, I was. She's very like, coquettish. Like, she's with her little beautiful eyelashes kind of blinking at him. Yeah. And um, they talk about how they have so much in common. Their time together is effortless. Boy, if we listed the same five things that are our favorite things, I bet they'd both be the same. And then they both say, sushi! Did they say that? I didn't even catch that. Yeah, they both talk about how they love sushi. And then Colton acquiesces and says, well, anything food, you know, yeah, I love, you know. And basically on the Ellen show, when you mentioned food, that was it for me. But yeah, and they were they were both kind of calling each other out, too. They were like... Calling each other dorks. And then he kind of was like, whoa. And she's like, well, I'm just going to tell you. He's like, well, I'll give it right back. Yeah. And they were just kind of being like, like that. They were super cute in a sort of juvenile way, but that's okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with... They were cute. Yeah. I mean, it's better than people that are just there for drama, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, She's very likable. So I thought that they were very charming, and it was nice to see them, because I feel like there's, right now on the show, there's so much not real relationship building going on, that it's, like, nice to actually see when a person's trying to... And she's super, but I love the drama. Like, I do. It's just nice when they show someone actually trying to... She's super pretty, but she's pretty in a way that still photographs of her don't capture. Like, she's just got this energy about her that you have to see in, you know, on video or I'm sure in real life. She's just really... I've always thought she was super pretty. Oh, yeah. She has beautiful eyes and stuff, but there's yeah. something about her mannerisms she's and stuff. Yeah, that's really charming. Oh, yeah. They both say that their time together is effortless. That's right. My notes right here say, ugh, Tracy, ugh, Demi. I think Demi says this. Demi says, based on the roses so far, we obviously don't know his type. And for us to assume we know is just foolish for us to do. And then Tracy just, like, gets super mad. And she's like, like, you don't know what his type is. And Tracy's like, you used the phrase his type when I was your or he was she was like when I was younger I would always date the same type but I realized I needed to branch out and uh, try new things and Demi's like and at this point Demi thinks that's some sort of massive passive aggressive comment I think it is I actually agree with Demi okay. on that I mean I thought maybe I think maybe but I thought she kind of overreacted she's like ah. Oh. I think, well, I think Tracy was overreacting at Demi's. Oh, well, Tracy always overreacts. Yeah, I think Tracy was re- overreacting to Demi's, um, we don't know his, we obviously don't know his type, mm-hmm. um, and Tracy just, like, blew up, and then Shet said, when I was younger, so I think she was kind of being passive-aggressive towards Demi. I think that they both kind of blew it out of proportion. No, they both but... irritate the heck out of me. <laughs> Tracy irritates me more than Demi. I <laughs> 
honestly. Well, my thing I think Demi's even, or I think Tracy's even more immature than Demi. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Demi's, Demi's very self-aware. Yeah, Demi's got, um, she's got an agenda and a plan, and she is sticking to it no matter what, and Tracy is easily manipulated and easily torn down, and that's a shame, you know, but, oh well. Um, but yeah, after Tracy talks about that when I was younger and I decided to branch out from my normal type, Demi, she goes, like, she flips out about the passive aggression, and then she goes to say, I can't imagine being an older woman in this competition and just being surrounded by younger, beautiful women. I just, I don't know how that would feel. She goes, I feel so sorry for you. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. Oh, my God. I mean, I've said this before, but Demi's super entertaining, and I would just love the heck out of watching her if that ages thing wasn't so prominent in her repertoire of digs. Yeah. Well, also it's frustrating. And we were um, earlier we were taught we were comparing Demi to Jordan, like male model Jordan, because mm-hmm. they're both super entertaining, and the way they talk about people is super funny. Um, but the like main difference between the two is she instigates a lot of meanness and she's very rude and judgy towards people, whereas Jordan would only ever respond to people being mean to him. Yeah, he yeah. So like nothing he did was really He defended genuinely, himself the vast majority of the time he defended himself. Yeah, like he wasn't mean spirited, whereas Demi definitely is mean spirited. So that's like we want to like her, but at the same time it it's hard to like someone that's so mean-spirited. And, you like, know, and Jordan definitely said nasty things about people, but it was almost always a reaction to what they did to him, whereas Demi's on the on the attack front, you know. Yeah. So I hope that she turns down some of her nastier impulses and just sticks to her entertaining catty She, <laughs> she probably won't. Maybe well, in Paradise she could. Yeah. But she's not going to do that here. There's A, there's almost no way she's going to win, and B, there's no way that she's not going to go to paradise at least once. She's going to have a very illustrious, profitable turn in in Bachelor Nation, for sure. Anyways, but to get back to the story, Demi uh, age shames Tracy, and Heather laughs at it, because, and like, I think, who... One of the other girls that was sitting next to Heather was trying not to laugh, but was having trouble, it looked like. But Heather just, like, outright laughed at that. Because, like, what do you do in that situation? Like, yeah, it's, it's so absurd. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, It's hard to respond, exactly. Without um, being over-the-top ridiculous, it's hard to respond. Yeah, and um, Tracy accuses Demi of taking things too personally, which is ridiculous because that's the one thing Tracy does well. Like, she can't dress herself and she can't make her shine go away on her face, but she can overreact at things and take them too personally like no other. Which is mean, but, like, if she wasn't so awful, I wouldn't say that. Well, (laughs) though, I mean, think about it, though. At least she bought into the pirate thing. At least she was all in. Also, though, this whole... This whole date, I loved Demi's makeup. Demi's makeup looks so good. And oh, I didn't notice. She's always she had beautiful pretty. purple eyeshadow, and it was just so pretty. Loved it. Um, I did note. I do notice when she wears her glasses. She's got these big old Coke bottle glasses that are so different than what you'd expect that she would ever be seen in. And she's really cute in them. Not on dates usually, but like in the house at the mansion. Yeah. So then everyone is um, worrying about how competitive group group dates are. 
it shows kind of a little aside of everyone talking about um, the competitiveness of it. And then um, I uh, I think Demi says, I'm not worried about Colton because I know he wants to be around me, but I still have to try. So then um, it shows Demi going to Colton. I have heard, I have Colton and Courtney are talking when Demi interrupts them. Oh, yeah, but, okay, and then Courtney's telling um, Colton how stressful group settings are for her, Um, so that ties in, too. Demi's got this little baby blue dress on, kind of emphasis on the baby, because, again, it looks like something you'd buy in the (laughs) children's department, Oh, and, oh, oh, yeah, so when Demi sits down with Colton, they keep bleeping the heck out of her. I'm not even sure what the heck she's saying. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. I think she said, today's date, I just wanted to, like, F, I think mm-hmm. was what she was saying. I think so, too. But it was hard to tell because it didn't, like, finish the sentence. Yeah, so. and it didn't make, it's a weird way to use that word. Yeah, and then, um, after that, she did her dolphin laugh. She was like, hee, 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 hee. And she and, did the nose wrinkle thing again. Yeah. And she was like, and the first night, I was like, oh my god, he's so effing cute. And then she tried to do, like, a more seductive dolphin laugh. She was like, <laughs> and then, like, she was just so annoying. And then she was like, so, I've got to stand out in front of Colton. And then she, like, is like, Colton, uh, can I blindfold you? And he's like, uh, okay, yeah, sure. And she spanks him with, like, I guess a paddle. And, um... Who is she? Stormy Daniels? <laughs> I'm like, Mom. And she, like... And then after she spanks him, she takes a fake hand. She I wonder plays, where, where did she get that fake hand? It's so weird. It's literally um, like a mannequin hand. Well, they're in L.A., so she tells someone that she wants, like... Yeah, it was weird, though. Yeah, they're also in an antique store, so maybe she found something weird. Yeah, that's true. Um, But anyways, she takes the, like, fake hand, and he's still blindfolded, and she plays that game that I feel like friends would used to play, like, in middle school, but, like, on your leg, where they'd be like, are you nervous? Are you nervous? Yeah, I didn't play that in middle school. Oh. Yeah, uh, only with my friends. Like, they'd touch your knee, and then they'd only go up to your thigh, and then that would be it. Yeah, because when you say, yes, I'm nervous, you're supposed to stop, right? Yeah. Well, she didn't do that. <laughs> and, yeah, and so she just takes the hand. This and, hand, and she's, like, groping him with the hand. She's, And I'm, like, thinking, I'm, like, just because, like, it's, it's a fake hand, hand, it doesn't mean that it's not. You're groping him. Yeah. Just not with your hand. Harassment's harassment, regardless of the realness of your hand. Like, right. And he keep, and she says, are you nervous? He's like, yeah. And she keeps doing it. Are you nervous? He's like, yeah. Uh, and it was just, oh, no consent there. And, I mean, imagine, I mean, I'm, I don't want to be, like, over the top weird about this, but imagine if the, the gender If it was the bachelorette. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. And the bat and the man, the guy was groping the the woman with the hand, and people would not show that on television and think it was a ha ha funny moment, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I, thought I don't want to go over the weird. top on it, but I just thought it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um, Demi talks like off camera that she like. Think she's the only girl here that challenges Colton. Mm-hmm. Like you're not doing anything to challenge him. You're just kind of provoking him and like everyone else. 
which is I make him nervous and I excite him. I think, honey, you're just making him nervous. And Demi finishes her time with Colton and she goes back and Courtney asks to steal Demi. And Demi rolls her eyes and just goes. And Courtney is like, listen, Demi, um, I didn't like your tone of voice when you came to steal oh, That whole thing was me. weird. And <laughs> Demi flipped out. She was like, um, I'm not going to stop being me. It was like she was having an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm who I am and you can't stop me. <laughs> well, she was like, I don't even understand what you're saying. Yeah, she's like, like, you didn't like my tone? Like, I just, I don't understand. Okay. Courtney, I don't think, was expressing what she was trying to say very well. Um, Not that I can imagine that I can even understand what she's saying, but I don't think she was expressing herself very well. She was, I think she was trying to say, look, the way you're acting is off-putting to all of us, including Colton. I just want you to know that. Maybe you don't realize it. But she didn't say it like that at all. I didn't even know what she was trying to convey. I think there was just a producer that was like, hey, you don't should confront Demi. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, well, she's kind of annoying. I guess I can do that. And then she just didn't do it. Like, it, it didn't come off. It didn't come across as how she'd planned. Demi wiped her up. Yeah. Uh, Demi <laughs> kicked her bottom and cast her aside. And that was that. And then it goes back to the mansion and all the girls are hanging out together. And Nicole's like... Oh, yeah. I bet at the group date there's so much drama happening right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it. I like how real Nicole is. Um, uh, yeah, Nicole's like, I'm sure everybody's, you know, grabbing Colton from everybody else. And then the date card arrives, and DJ Agro reads it. And she looked nice. Agro looked nice today. Yeah. And she... She proclaims Elise. Yeah, so Elise gets the one-on-one. Yay! And Cassie's like, starts crying about it off camera. She's like, I just really want to spend time with Colton. I just think he's so cute. I just want to spend time with him. The thing about it was, it wasn't petty sounding. It seemed really, really real. She seemed like, like she was embarrassed to be crying. Like, how... Like, she was surprised to be crying herself that she was surprised she was upset about it it was very real and very genuine and very sweet um and the date card said love is in the air so that was our little clue ish about what was going to happen then it goes back to the group date and um kaylin and colton are talking and colton this is a nice little moment i think colton apologized for um having a stage kiss with her on stage Mm -hmm. uh, because like, he likes her, and he didn't want to use it as, like... This was both sweet, but also kind of funny. Because um, he was like, I didn't want to, like, use it's, our relationship and exploit it in a show right. show manner in front of all those people. Did I really he use like, the word exploit? He didn't use the word yeah, exploit. Yeah, that's what he was trying to say, though. Yeah, that's what he was trying to say. And he was like, I just really like you, and I, I don't know, like, what we have should be between us, and I, I just feel horrible... Which is funny because the whole show is a show where other people watch you date each other yeah, and very make out. Irony of the max. So yeah. it's like very meta. Very I meta. feel like very meta. But it was the sentiment was nice, and it mm-hmm. was um, it was very sweet that he even thought about that to apologize to her in the yeah. first place. Yeah, it was interesting. Um. Then he goes on to talk about how much he likes her and stuff. Because it would have been cool if, if maybe exploit that might have been one of his one of his vocabulary, <laughs> vocabulary words, words from his book. Yeah, you never know. He always tries to fit in one vocab word in with a date. <laughs> maybe he couldn't remember the actual word, but he knew the sentiment and the definition. He was trying to like work at least that part of it into yeah. the date. <laughs> you never know. Um, 
Also, oh, both Kaylin's dress and um, the Hot Mess Express dresses were both super cute. Oh, Kaylin's dress. Oh, yeah, they were. Kaylin's dress was like the black one shoulder with a cutout. Yeah, it had the cutout. That was beautiful. Hers was my favorite. She looked so good. But Hot Mess also had Had a little sparkly. It looked like a flapper flapper dress. dress. Yeah. Yeah, Really short, sparkly flapper dress. Yeah, they both had really pretty dresses. It was super cute. At first, I was like, oh, my God, Kaylin's dress is my fave. Mm -hmm. And then the Hot Mess Express was walking away Mm -hmm. at some point. I was like, oh, gosh, now I don't know. Given how much I can't stand the Hot Mess Express, that's a testament to how cool her dress was. Yeah. It was like, am I, are they feuding between, like, pageantry, Colton, or just their dresses? Because that's how, like, crazy it was getting. But then it shows Heather and the Hot Mess Express, and um, the Hot Mess Express is telling Heather that um, Kaylin and pageant Caitlin are two totally different people um and that and then Heather who's just stirring the pot this whole time is like she's like you have to tell Colton if you really genuinely feel that way like that's something he should know okay so what do you think about Heather doing that is Heather clueless and just trying to be a good friend or is Heather trying to stir the pot and elevate her status I feel like Heather's pretty smart yeah I think she knows what she's doing I think she is trying to get both of them sent home without her getting involved in any way I do too Part of me, but part of me thinks, oh, she's so innocent and sweet and never been kissed. Uh, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of admiring it a little bit. I mean, if if she, she is doing it on purpose, like, had she only done that's it once, manipulation. Had she only done it once in one conversation or whatever, that might have just been, an, yeah. uh, you know, a whatever. It could also be. But if by it, the end of the episode, she did it like three times. Yeah, but it also could be, if she didn't do it on her own, it could be the producers Producer being like, yeah. Hey, like, you should try to push Hot Mess Express to do this again. Yeah, but she's smart enough that if... So there's three choices. She didn't know, she didn't know on her own, or she didn't know with the producers. So two of those choices are devious. Yeah. You know, so interesting, because I didn't expect that of her at all. Yeah, I think it's... If she's doing it on purpose herself, I kind of almost... I don't know. It, it makes her a whole lot more interesting, I think. Okay, that's a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to elevate that kind of behavior, but it does make her a surprise in an You're interesting kinda like, way. You're kind of like, oh, okay, I see you, I see you. Not, like, you don't admire her, but you kind of respect her strategy. In a yeah, way, yeah. But, anyways, so then after Heather is stirring the pot, it shows... <laughs> It shows the Hot Mess Express, and she goes, I am befumbled, I'm befumbled, <laughs> that he has a connection with her. And I just laughed and laughed, because, like, she's such an idiot. Like, she seems like she could be well, nice. And the thing about it was, I only have one word for this. I am befumbled. <laughs> yeah, like, like, that's the real. only word you have? That's not even a word. <laughs> like, maybe you could try... Maybe you should look at Colton's vocabulary book. <laughs> Maybe that would help sharing, you, hot mess. Sharing, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, oh, and the other thing is, it's so the real word would have been befuddled, right? Yeah. So what, has she been watching too much Roll Tide? She doesn't, she has to work the, the football term in, befumbled. <laughs> right? I mean, you're, you're not befumbled, you're not befumbled, you're befuddled. Hot Mess Express Roll Tide. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Um, But then she goes and she talks to him, and she tells him that um, they had a fallout. 
because um, they were in Talks a high school. Yeah. Um, hot mess. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And she says that she and Kaylin had a fallout um, because they were both in a high-stress environment and, um, or they were in a high-stress situation and it was the most hostile environment she's ever been mm. in. And Colton is like, um, so what are you saying? Like, is she, is Caitlin mean? Is she manipulative? I thought mean was an interesting first word that he came up with. Yeah. Like, that's the most, he's worried most about meanness. Yeah, she's like, and he was just asking, like, what exactly is the problem that you have with her? Yeah, give me an example, basically. And she didn't give an answer at all. She, I don't even know what she said, but it was basically nothing. And, um... Then she goes on to say, if you, if you lack her, then you don't lack me. Or she's like, then you can't lack me. Yeah. Cause like, and Colton's like, well, are you saying that because that's just how different you two are? Or like, what are you saying? Well, I don't think Colton has learned the word ultimatum yet in his um, vocabulary book. <laughs> Cause it's a you, it's at the end. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's at the end. But he kind of gets the gist of what's going on. Yeah. It's kind of an ultimatum. This whole scene was so weird because Hannah Hot Mess Bama couldn't express herself very well. She had a really hard Just like her first her first yeah, one. Exactly. She has a really hard time she... putting words together in a meaningful order. Which is probably why, also, to go back to her pageant days, why she didn't get far in the pageant win, camp- right. competition, yeah. is because she can't, she's good at prepping things and memorizing things and presenting them, but she can't do on the spot. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Elocution, yeah. 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 So the same, exact, that's exact, that's a good, um, a good point that it, kind of the same thing that happened on their, for, on their one-on-one date came back to haunt her and that she was trying to express her issues with Kaylin and she just kept saying, you know, starting a sentence Roll and stopping <laughs> and starting a sentence and stopping and she was whispering and Colton's like, his face is like, I don't understand a thing you're saying, but he tried to be. But you he was know, super nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, he tried to be understanding and tried to be nice, but his face was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. So, I mean, and it, poor guy, he just looks so stressed during this mm-hmm. whole conversation. Because really we all know that he's not that into Hannah, but he does really like Kaylin. So to hear this coming from Hannah, it was probably a little hurtful. And he doesn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. You know. And he, whenever he's stressed too, he does this thing where he covers both his face. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 his face with yeah. both his hands. And he's like, it looks like he's trying to, like, push his face off yeah. of it. To he's trying to, like, trying to hide. Like, yeah. you can't see me. I'm a like, possum. Like, if I can't see the problem, they can't affect me. <laughs> um, That's a good point. So, I just thought that was an interesting personality trait of his, too, to witness in that sort of situation but then oh he's like he's leaving and he gives her a hug and she says you won't even give me a peck like give me a peck yeah yeah and i'm like you can't just ask him that it's obvious he's stressed right now and doesn't want to show you that kind of affection yeah but he still gives her like a peck she's whack man and she's just crazy i go back to my notes to myself on the last show i had the note this big note in bold letters on my piece of paper that said i think she's mentally ill (laughs) it's just so bizarre it's like don't try to kiss him he doesn't want to kiss you yeah but he lets her give him and if she if she is mentally ill then that's 
something that she should probably seek help for and maybe not be on a high-stress right. bachelor well, yeah. situation. I'm not trying to make light of mental yeah. illness. It's just that that's what popped into my yeah, mind. Like, like, she the, should seek help. You know, what's the yeah, matter? Yeah, if you are seeking help, then you shouldn't go on The Bachelor. Like, yeah, that's just not a situation that's healthy for you. So um, and then she's walking away. They show them walking away, and she's kind of trying to hold his hand, and he's kind of reaching out a little bit. But then they part ways, and she says, he friggin' hates me. And I wrote down, so yeah. do all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and then Colton goes back to where all the girls are at. And uh, he says, hey, Kaylin, do you mind if I steal you for a second? And he asks her to be open with him, I think. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, that's great. I'd love to be open with you about what happened. And she says, we were friends uh, during this USA. And... We were both put into a competitive environment, and I deal with competition very quietly. I close myself off and just focus on my own thing. And there's been stuff about me, like real-life things, that I just am not ready to tell you. But It was like real-life bleep. Yeah. Um, and I'm just not ready to tell you, but I, I am planning on telling you, but this is not the time or place where I want to. Um, she said, people hurt me in there somewhere. Yeah. She's like, people have hurt me. And, and it's like, this has been too good of a day. I just don't want to do this right now. I'm not ready to do this. Yeah. And um, in, the pro- in the middle of this, a big old, big old, the fattest tear of the season we see so far rolls down her face. She has this ginormous tear that just jumps out of her face. I did not did see that. How big? Was it like three inches big? No, but it was, it was big. It was Bigger than Nicole's I, tears. I noticed she was crying. I she, noticed that she had a very, yeah. very wet face. Yeah. I don't you know, normally analyze the size of when tears. When she was talking about the the real-life stuff that she'd been through, this big old tear just poof, rolled down her face. It was sad. <laughs> it broke my heart. Um, yeah, it was super sad. And it was, so, it was such a bummer that she felt like the reason she has to share. I don't know. It was just so sad because she obviously wasn't ready to talk about this, but like Hot Mess Express is just trying to tear Pushed her down. Into that yeah. Corner, yeah. Um, and then Colton goes for the rose and Demi says, Hey babe. And he doesn't say anything and he gets the rose. Oh, but she um, still said it. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. taking my claim. Um, but then he Go, he takes the rose and goes back to Kaylin, and Hot Mess Express's face just drops. Like she looks she, sick. She legitimately looked like she was going to throw up. She really did. Like, she, she like pushed she that sick. rose into Kaylin's lap. Like, that's probably how she felt. I think Kaylin probably would have gotten it anyways, because out of I think out of all the girls there, he likes Kaylin. Maybe best close call with Kaylin. Mm, at least though. three. Well, no, I think he likes Hannah G. And Hannah Cassie G's best. not there. I'm talking about the people oh, right on now. the date. Okay, okay. I would say, yeah. Cass, Cassie's there, right? No, Cassie's oh, not Cassie's there. Oh, Cassie's in the next one. Okay, yeah, Katie then, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But... And don't forget Dammy's there, which she's a force to be reckoned with, too, but... Yeah. Um, but Kaylin's still crying when he comes back with the rose, and he he gives her the rose, and she's all happy, and she comes back to hang out with the girls, and um, Demi asks what's wrong, and Kaylin says it's personal, and Demi gets kind of defensive. She's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You don't need to tell me. I'm sorry. Actually, at this part, this is the first time I actually thought Demi was sort of human a little bit. I felt yeah. Demi was sort of like, oh, I was just asking because I was curious, but if you don't want to tell me, you don't have to. I feel yeah. like the ask was her typical manipulative self, but her response was sort of normal, sort of yeah. sensitive. Yeah. 
Uh, but Kaylin's just still crying the whole time. Like, she has the rose and she's with the other girls. Yeah, and, and the, she's other, like, the other girls can't understand it because they're like, you got the rose, dude. Yeah, and Kaylin's like, I know I, I should be happy right now because I have this rose and that's such a beautiful thing. And I'm happy with Colton. But it's just, like, hard right now. Then they have a little um, preview of the upcoming stuff. And it shows Kaylin crying a lot to the other girls. And Hannah Bama hot mess says she effing hates her about Kaylin, which I think that's just disqualifying right there. I'm done with Hannah Bama hot mess now. If you say you effing hate somebody, no, you're done. That was just in a sneak peek? Yeah, I believe so. If that I'm happens right. this episode, though, I think. Yes, it does. Yeah. But that's a sneak peek coming up. Cause but that was at the point, that was the point where you were just done with her? Yeah. You know, well, you shouldn't say, yeah, I effing, if, you know, peek. on television, you don't say, I effing hates anyone. You know, it's just, that's just, you know, calm yourself. Get You know, even if you hate someone, you don't go on national television and say, I effing hate that person, especially if it's know. a petty, ridiculous thing. I uh, mean, if it's Hitler or something, that's one thing. But if it's just a pageant girl, it just, it shows how catty and manipulative. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Although I think that in the instant, the moment that she says that in the show, she, it's in kind of a moment where I don't think she realized she's being filmed. Fair enough. So I think it's hard to go, even though this is only two weeks in, I think it's hard to go the full two months or whatever that they're filming, being okay. 100% aware that you're being filmed. Fair enough. but You ugh. should be. But. but the point I'm trying to make overall is that the little preview they show before the commercial, they're trying to make us think, because they show Colton, Colton, Colton sending somebody else home in a you know, one of the little minivans, and they're trying to make us think it's one of the pageant girls. Probably. When later on we'll find out. It's Anyway, so after the that little commercial, I guess, um, they're back at the mansion, but Kaylin, it's the next day, but Kaylin's still crying, and all the girls are trying to comfort her and stuff. They're all lounging about the pool. Yeah, and Kaylin's, and Kaylin's still crying, crying. And trying to trying. She's talking to. It looks like it looks to me like Brie, Courtney, and Cassie on a little yeah like, lounge chair. She's talking about how she can't sleep. She feels sick. She's crying. You know, she's just really messed up about this whole situation. Evidently, and then it shows Heather and the Hot Mess Express talking, and um, Heather asks what happened the night before, and then Hannah talks about how. Um, if she goes the, goes home before Miss North Carolina, Caitlin, that Colton's an idiot. Like, she calls Colton an ididiot. She says he's a freaking idiot. Yeah. Which is rude. You don't... You don't diss The Bachelor You don't diss The Bachelor, yeah. Unless it, he does something that actually offends you, which has happened before. Oh, yeah. I mean, if he really does something bad, I mean, but... But if he, like... If he's just trying to understand a relationship between two of the contestants. If he just chooses someone else instead of you, that's not a reason. Yeah. And still to say it on national television is just, it's low class is all. Yeah. It was just just super obnoxious. Um, But then you're you're tacky mess. Sorry. Elise uh, and Colton leave for their date and they're in a limo and she's trying to guess what the Mm -hmm. date is. Because the, what was the um, date card? Loves in the air. Loves in the air. So she says, I don't I don't remember if it was to Colton or in her ITM. She says, It was to Colton. She says she just doesn't want any bungee cords involved. Oh, I know. That wasn't, <laughs> a, yeah, that wasn't to Colton. That was, that was something else. And, um, but to Colton, she was like, well, it's in the air. So like maybe, a, um, maybe a hot air balloon or something. 
And then it shows them getting to a helicopter, and she was like, oh my gosh, I was wrong. She's like, I've never been on a helicopter before. Yeah, he was like, I've never been on a helicopter before either. I so wish I thought that was cute. Yeah. After so, all his, like, you know, Allie Raceman and Bachelor times, he's never yeah. been on a helicopter. That's cool. And so they go on the helicopter, and they fly to San Diego, which is probably a really pretty flight. Mm-hmm depending on which way they go. I would think it would be a fairly long flight, too, because helicopters don't go that fast. They might be in there at least an hour, I would think. Yeah. it's pro- I'd imagine it's probably about an hour, not that much faster than just driving. Yeah. Because from L.A. to, well, from where the well, ba- you, Bachelor Mansion is, yeah. that's northern L.A., so that's probably, um, yeah. we don't have any that's traffic. probably like a three, If without traffic, I'd say it would still probably be about three hours. Yeah, who knows? San Diego. You don't have any traffic, and you can do a straight shot, so maybe a couple hours. Yeah, who knows? We're just speculating, obviously. Um, Still, cool. It's really beautiful looking. Yeah, and so they uh, land in San Diego. Ariel and and I were both born in San Diego, by the way. Heck yeah, represent. Um, I don't really remember it that well, though, because I only lived there until I was five. But but proudly, San Diego is truly America's most beautiful city. Yes, I guess. I don't really remember <laughs> That was their it. tagline. Like, when I lived there, that oh, was their advertisement. America's I didn't know that. Something like that, anyway. I don't know. Anyways. Um, so they go to Belmont Park. Mm-hmm, Belmont have, Park. Have we ever been there? I've been there many times. I've never ridden the roller coaster, though. It's been there since I remember, since I was a very small child. <coughs> And it's right on the water, and there's like a public pool near there. Um, and the roller coasters, yeah, it's it's an iconic landmark in San Diego. And for many years, when I was growing up, it was closed to the public because it was too dangerous. And then they refurbished it. So again, I've never been on it because growing up, I was I was always told it was a death trap and you shouldn't ride that. But <laughs> since then, I'm sure they've they fixed it up because and, and it it was it's cool for me to see because. They landed the helicopter on a lawn that I'm pretty sure last time I was there was a parking lot. So that's kind of cool. And then they go to, uh, they go inside it's and Colton's like, right? Colton's like, so I know you thought this was going to be a one-on-one, but JK, it's a group date. And they pull her aside to do a little ITM thing. And she's like, I thought, I mean, the whole definition of, uh, one-on-one is that the girls aren't here and I'm disappointed. What did she say? I'm she's not like, pleased. Yeah, she's like, I'm just I'm not, not pleased. not pleased about this. And then it shows all these cute little kids coming out. Ah, and they're screeching. Ah! Elise just flips out because she thinks the kids are so cute. I mean, they almost sound like the girls whenever they say Colton after. <laughs> <and they're> like, <laughs> <laughs> or when they see him with his shirt off. Yeah, that's exactly what the kids looked like. And they run out and they're in various stages of healthiness, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. Some of them are more visible um, problems than others. Yeah, visibly disabled than others, yeah. But they are both... I guess Colton's charity that he has um, raises money to take hospital, like hospitalized children out to actually go out and do kid things. do normal kid things. Um, Because I guess they normally can't if they're just in the hospital all the time. I get the point is that to make the kids, not only the kids to feel normal and happy out in the world, but but to help the parents feel like they're part of a normal family and, and the, the, 
kids' siblings and so forth. So the whole point is to take the kids out so the family of the child with the disease or whatever is the problem can feel happy and normal in the world for a little while. Yeah. So Which is so super nice. So yeah. It's, I, I didn't really know anything about Colton's um, foundation uh, until this episode, but it's really nice. And I, it did kind of just feel like this episode was kind of just an advertisement for both their foundations. Cause it, we also yeah. find out later that I don't have heard about hers yet. Um, but at least has one. Too. I didn't feel it was very heavy handed or no. overly. I thought it was well. I thought it was tastefully done. Yeah, I felt like maybe Colton, when he was signing his contract to be the Bachelor, was like, "Okay, I'll do whatever you want, but just let me advertise my thing at some point." And don't remember, don't forget how huge this platform is. That millions of people watch his show have never heard of Sarah's Closet or whatever. We'll get to her yeah. maturity. Yeah. I mean, I bet a zillion people Googled Sarah's Closet yesterday. Yeah. Or Monday or whatever. They're on their date, and they're just doing a bunch of really cute stuff with the kids, and they play... Um, yeah, they go on a carousel. They play fair games. Oh, and on the carousel, Elise finds mm-hmm. this kid that she just picks she out as her favorite. falls in love with. Yeah. yeah, she just falls in love with this kid, and um, she... <laughs> The kid's flipping out because the carousel's going faster than, like, she had thought. Mm-hmm. It was it a little girl? I think it was a little girl, yeah. Yeah. And then Elise was Elise like, why like, are you holding on? Like, you don't have to hold on so tight, honey. And the kid says, I thought we were going to go slow, but this is so fast. Which re- which reminded me. Which Wait. is like a metaphor for the whole season. <laughs> I thought we were going to go slow, but this is really fast. And it reminded me, I don't know if you remember this, but there was one time when we were at Disneyland, um, we were at California Adventure before it was um, Pixar Pier, uh, we went on the boardwalk area and we went on King Triton's carousel thing. Yeah, I remember going on And twice, they were but... like, if you're above such and such height or weight or something like that, you don't have to wear your seatbelt, you're fine. And you weren't going to put your seatbelt on. But I was like, Mom, we have to put our seatbelts on. Like, what if we fall? Like, we have to be safe. King Triton's carousel is such a tiny, little, <laughs> sad carousel. So, um, I'm sure it's that reminded me. Now. That kid reminded me of me. And this wasn't when I was a kid or anything. This was when I was, like, 20. <laughs> I think this was on my 21st birthday. So. Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> so, um... That yeah, you gave me a flashback to that. Yeah, <laughs> so, I just thought it was so cute. It's going so fast. I thought this must yeah. be how Colton feels too. <laughs> um, so yeah, Elise kind of focuses on that kid throughout the whole date. I feel like she focuses on that kid more than she does on Colton. <laughs> well, and when they when they first get on the carousel, Colton's like lifting these children onto the horses like they're you know a sack of you know one pound sack of sugar or something. He's like whoop 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 whoop. whoop. <laughs> And in her little ITM, there should be, like, rose points for this in the Fantasy League. She's the first person that I know of this year that says she's a smitten kitten. Oh, yeah. And there's always someone that says that. Every year. Yeah, but she goes on and on about how sexy she thinks he is for dealing with the kids and stuff like that. Um, But it's just a bunch of really cute... Oh, on the carousel also, this was so funny. This might be my, this might be my quote of the week. There's one kid that tells Colton, she's like, hey, I know you. I watched The Bachelorette with my mom. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah? And then there's another kid somewhere else on the carousel that says, my, my mom, mom won't, won't let me. me. <laughs> that was my and favorite they, well, quote. I love during this whole time they have subtitles, so you can, yeah. hear, you can understand the kids and yeah. stuff. It's so cute. Because there's... there's outside noise and stuff too and there's all these really cute subtitles and I'm like wait what do you say what do you say it was so it was funny really that was my favorite my favorite quote the Not whole your quote of the night all right cool um but Colton asks uh they go off and do a different ride and Colton asks some girls some advice for how he should like something he should do for Elise and the girls are like you, you should, should uh you should get her some cotton candy. Yeah, and then one of them, I think it might have been the same one, was like, um, so the girl says, you should get her some cotton candy, and then she says, um, I've been kissed by a boy before on the lips, and at that point I'm thinking, this, like, five-year-old girl has Heather beat, like. Yeah, more experienced than never been kissed Heather. Yeah. <laughs> and you can kind of see on Colton's face, he's thinking the same thing. He's yeah. like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, so they're, uh, he's talking about his charity, and then they go and get ice cream, and they're eating ice cream. cream. That was cute. And then the girl that, um, Elise is obsessed with, she, Elise tells her, she's like, I gave you the biggest scoop. Because mm-hmm. she's just doing, she's so cute. She loved that little girl so much. And on every ride they go on, and every ice cream shop, and every other, like, um, you know, booth where you win stuff. Every time they arrive at a, at a destination, the children go, ah! it's so cute. Then, Actually, I was thinking, that's funny you say that because I think kids are super cute, but that aspect of the date, I think I would not be down. I'd be like, this is a really sweet date, but this is not romantic listening to all these kids scream. <laughs> like, they were but that's, really cute. That's the though, difference because were... you're a mom and I'm not. Yeah. So, that's... and there were only 12 or 15 kids. A so generational it's not like it's deafening, you yeah. know. Sorry. Um, so he wins the kid. Colton wins a lot. I don't know if all, some, most of the kids. He wins them little prizes. One kid wants yeah. them. One kid asks for the emoji, you know, plushy toy. Then he gives Elise a giant teddy bear. And Elise wins a giant bear. I'm like, well, why didn't the kids wear giant? Win giant stuff? Just, just um, Elise did. But that's okay. It was very cute. But anyway, so after that, um, it is time for their nighttime. Oh, wait, no, they go on a roller coaster. They go on a roller coaster, and they pause the roller coaster at the very point before it drops its biggest drop. Yeah. And Colton, you know, talks to her up at the the point of the drop and kisses her and stuff. She's visibly nervous at first, like, wait, what's happening? Please don't make this drop while I'm not paying attention, you know. Um, But it was very sweet, and they kissed and cuddled and talked about how much they enjoyed their day. Yeah. Um, so then they go to their nighttime part of the day, and I loved her dress. It was very simple, so pretty. Um, she looked so good. Um, and then he talks to her about how much he admires her confidence, and he asks her why she's like this. Did they? I'm sorry to interrupt. But did they say where that date was? I was wondering if it was in San Diego or back in Los Angeles. I didn't see. I think it was back in Los Angeles because then they go to their concert, um, and that's at the L.A. Theater. Okay. It reminded me of a place I remember in San Diego, so I just didn't know. Okay, yes. Maybe the dinner part was, and then they went to the concert thing after, but... Who knows? But anyways, yeah, so they're nighttime. She looks beautiful, and yes, like Ariel said, Colton wants to know why she is the way she is. And she, in her ITMs before that, she kept saying, the same thing she kept saying over and over again was that she liked Colton and liked the look of him, 
but she was worried they wouldn't be on the same page in life because she's six years older than him. Mm-hmm. And um, she goes on to talk about her um, her sister and how her sister had her sister was been a, pregnant. Yeah, her sister was a labor and delivery nurse when she became pregnant with her second child. So she was someone very familiar with the process of being pregnant and giving birth. And professionally and personally. Discovered she had cancer during the early stages of her pregnancy. So instead of getting treated for her cancer, because that wouldn't have been good for the baby, she decided to focus on what was most healthy for her baby. And the way Elise puts it, she says, of course, she put the baby first. Mm -hmm. Um, And Elise says the doctors were most concerned about getting the baby as close to term as possible. So they could deliver it as early as possible. Um, And so presumably the sister had to forego any chemo or radiation treatment Mm -hmm. so that the child could be brought to term. And that probably meant that they couldn't do anything to slow down the cancer either. So either way, it wasn't an ideal circumstance. Mm -hmm. So the implication is that Elisa's sister gave her own life to give her child life, which is a beautiful thing and a courageous thing. Um, And then Elise talks about um, how she still has that beautiful baby um, in her life and she gets to still see her sister's children all the time and stuff like that. And that a nonprofit resulted as, as, you know, as a consequence of her sister's death called Sarah's Closet. I don't. I guess Sarah's probably either the name of the child or the sister. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of the um, charity is to supply newborn children and their mothers uh, with clothing and you know diapers and all the stuff that little little ones need um, when their family can't afford it. Yeah. So then it Colton talks about, uh, or she says she's shocked at her own vulnerability. Mm-hmm. vulnerability um, and that she was able to open up to him about all that and, and Colton says oh that everything makes sense now mm-hmm. and how yeah. unreal her bravery is and so forth yeah her sister's bravery um, and it pans and back to the mansion real fast and it shows all the girls who are nervous about not getting time with him this week um, and Canadian Caitlin's nervous about not getting her time with him then the second group date Rose comes and Kerpa reads the date card. Um, so th- we find out that Tasha, Nina, DJ Agro, Sydney, Onyeka, Cassie, Nicole, and Canadian Caitlin were all going to be on this date. And we see Hannah flipping out a little bit about how she's not getting time to go on a date this week. Hannah G. Hannah okay. G. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Hannah's getting all nervous. But also, it's like, girl, you're not going to get the date because, like, you're golden. He already is obsessed with you. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Be fine Calm honey. down. Um, what the date cards say after behind every strong man is a strong stronger, woman. Stronger, stronger woman. woman. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is kind of a nice little sentiment. But um, then it goes back to Colton and Elise's date. And Colton gives Elise the rose. Um, and he says that he appreciates getting to know her and is excited for their future. Mm-hmm. He says he likes her glass half full attitude 
and he is super excited about our future, which mm-hmm. is a very promising thing to say. Yeah. That's a, I mean, this early in the season for The Bachelor to say that to somebody, that seems like a really... That seems like almost a proposal right Almost there. shocking at this point, yeah. Okay. So she thinks it's all over. Yeah. But he says, oh no, I've got one more surprise for you, which means what? Um, a concert! But before, they just get up and go, and then they have full plates of food and full glasses of wine, and then they just leave at the table. I'm like, okay, I feel like the only reason a person would sign up for The Bachelor, besides, you know, finding love or whatever, would be for all the free food To enjoy all the perks of the experience, yeah. Like, eat your nice-looking food in that fancy-looking place. I don't care if there's cameras watching you. Like, they feed them before they go there. They're not even hungry. That's stupid, then. That's a waste of food. I hope they give that nice meal to a nice homeless man outside. They'll probably give them to the producers. I mean, maybe they do that, but... They probably don't. You're probably right. They probably give it to the producers. Mm -hmm. As soon as they leave the cut, they're like, oh, yay, come on, eat. Mm." Dinner time. (laughs) Dinner time. Um, Dibs on the wine. (laughs) Yeah, so they go, and the artist's name is Tennille something. Tennille Arts is what I wrote down. Okay, I can't read my handwriting. She's pretty, but of course it was just, you know, a random country. Yeah, she seemed cool. I, I've never heard of her. I I thought she looked like if JoJo and Tia had a baby. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, I And, jo- and the baby was older than JoJo and Tia by a couple of years. <laughs> um... Yeah. Okay. Which isn't practical, but you know, it's fantasy, <laughs> so who cares? Um, I can see that. But yeah, it's always just a random country artist. They don't even switch up the genres at all. It's always a country artist. Yeah. Um, and I've heard those crowds, a good crowd of people that cheer and woot and holler when they come. They sound like the kids again. <laughs> when the, when the, when the, when Colt, you know, Colton and Elise come in the room, the crowd's all, <laughs> But I've heard that they have to stay there for like hours and hours and hours before the bachelor and the date even show up. If yeah, they show up and at all. they're usually miserable by the time right that happens. Yeah, I've heard that too. Um, and I've looked into figuring out how to sign up for those so we can go to them. But also, that would be a whole lot of driving. That would be like four hours of driving to go to something to wait for like four more hours. Well, we like... should like write to the bachelor producers and suggest that they have a date at Hearst Castle. Yeah, or them. Big Sur. Or what if they had a little dinner at the like dining hall of Hearst Castle? Yeah, or one of the guest houses that he has out there. Oh, yeah. that looks over no, the, the ocean. refectory would be awesome. Oh my yeah. gosh, we should plan this. We. <laughs> I don't know why they even have those fools hired there. Nobody <laughs> wants to watch these country artists in this random theater in LA. Like Very few people. We People would love seeing the ocean and stuff. We should definitely be Bachelor producers. Alright, well, let's send in our let's resumes. Let's apply. Um, I have no entertainment in the field, but man. <laughs> Do you mean experience in the field? <laughs> what did I say? Entertainment. Oh, yeah. Experience in the entertainment field. We have lots of entertainment in the field. Entertainment all the time. <laughs> Oops. So it's Lost time for the um, group group date now, the next group date. Oh, wait. I have a quick question for you. Okay. Do you think that you'd prefer to be, because sometimes they have these um, musician one-on-one dates, and there's no one there, or there's a bunch of people there. Do you think you'd prefer having it be you dancing in front of just the one performer and just having the band there, or... Having That's it be a, a concert environment where you're obviously the I mean, like, okay, so I'm show. thinking, like, I think Chris and Crystal's date last 
summer on the water paradise. That that was just them and no people, right? Yeah. Um, personally, I think I'd be more comfortable with that with no one else there. But then you're you're not really alone because you've got the crew and all the camera people there and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe the the crowd would be more energetic and more like you know you feel like you have the energy that they're they're throwing at you and you'd pick up on that energy and you're in your date would connect more i don't know i think i think the one with people there i think against my better against my first although i also wouldn't like the idea of all them watching me make out with a dude yeah you know but i think that energy would be really special i think that would um trump supersede yeah the other preference yeah i i think i think i I agree, because I love concerts in general. But anyways, so then it's time for the... Um, second group date. Second group date, yeah. And it shows Colton shirtless, and he's flipping tires. He says it's time to bring out the guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. Um, and he's flipping tires, and the girls all see him shirtless, and they sound like the kids at the fair. <laughs> And um, and they shoved in the rope thing again. I don't even know what that's called. I didn't even know that was a thing. But and then it shows um, Nicole saying, "Oh yeah, I'm not the most athletic person here, but like I uh, I walk my dog. <laughs> She's my kind of fit." Which, yeah, which to which I was like, "Oh, same girl, same." Like yeah. <laughs> I would not be able to flip a tire either. Then Onyeka is just talking about how she is just super strong and stuff. And then someone... I she is. She, yeah. Um, oh, I don't know who it was. Maybe you're going to say the same thing. I was. This was another one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, this is the other you quote. Go ahead. Thing. Yeah. Somebody, I don't know who it was, comes up to Colton and says, you don't have enough clothes? Is today laundry day? Because <laughs> he's not wearing a shirt. It was super cute. It was so funny. <laughs> um, I don't know who it was, but I admire her chutzpah. That was really cool. Yeah, I I didn't. But anyway, I read a little note that says Catherine looks pretty. They're all in workout clothes, so I don't know why I particularly I thought Catherine looked pretty. But. Well, but there's some girls that are like glammed workout clothes, mm. and then there's some people that are like practical workout clothes. I wrote that down. I think um, I thought that Nicole, Cassie, and Tasha looked like they were actually going to the gym, whereas um, DJ Agro, Onyeka, and um, Canadian Caitlin, I thought looked all. Like, they were going on, like, Nike runway or something. Is Nike runway a real thing? I don't think so. (laughs) So, we have our our, um, special guests of the date today are Terry and Rebecca Cruz. To which Anyeka says, oh my gosh, White Chicks is my favorite movie! So Um, she's excited. I don't even know what White Chicks is. Yeah, it's the movie about the two, the two um, black, guys that black men masquerade as white chicks. Yeah, they're I've FBI agents. Okay, all right. And they dress up as white chicks and go undercover to like infiltrate something. I don't know. I've never it's pre- seen. I that. don't think I've seen the full movie, but the parts that I've seen of it when I watch like and flipping channels or whatever is like. But it's okay. um. So these two, Terry and Rebecca, have been married for 29 years, and they have had their own reality television show, they say, Mm -hmm. and so it's their advice to give these women and Colton, you know, tips on a good marriage, I guess. Yeah. And And they work out, which I guess, if you work out, you're going to have a good marriage. Because you're healthy. Yeah. And Sydney 
says, oh, I'm a fitness instructor. I got this. And DJ Agra says, I'm, I'm a, a black belt. And there's a bunch of people who just think they're the most fit. And Nicole says, this isn't my jam at all. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so uh, only three people will be chosen to go to the finals. Yeah. And they're all warming up. And Sydney's helping Colton stretch. And then Cassie does not like what she sees. And she's like, well, Colton's definitely not a stretching virgin anymore. Well, to be fair, Sydney's stretching was intimidating. Oh, my gosh. She had her head, her legs were like, her her feet were legs were almost in another building. You know, they were ridiculous. Yeah. Because she's a professional dancer. And yeah, that was a little intimidating for some of the girls. And then Nicole... They're doing pull-ups, and poor Nicole just can't do a pull-up, and I feel her on that. Like, that would be hard, and to do it in front of people, like... Yeah, she had a little help, though. Didn't Cassie, like, help I think DJ Agro pushed her. Agro did, okay. Then they announced that they're going to have the Bachelor's Strongest Woman competition, and that only three will make it to the top. And Chris, and Chris Harrison, Harrison and Fred Willard are the judges. Oh, he's, like, a super famous character actor, and... He was in Best of Show. I only know him from his Bachelor appearances. WKRP. He's been around a long time. He's really funny, but he looks, you know, I worry that... That's because he is old, Mom. I know, but he's, like, really old. But God bless him. I hope he, like... Well, he's still doing Bachelor, yeah. Maybe he'll replace Chris Harrison when Chris Harrison retires. No, I think Ben Higgins (laughs) is going to replace Chris Harrison when Chris Harrison retires. it's nice to see Fred Willard. Or Ashley. Ooh, what if the new host was Ashley? I think that'd be rad if they had a woman. That'd be awesome. And all the outfits would be way more fun than the Texas. Well, here's my take on that. That Ashley could be the host of The Bachelor, and Jared could be the host of The Bachelorette, and they could tag team a little bit. Oh, oh yeah, I love them. In a gaggy way. Yeah, and kind of a, <laughs> oh my god, I want to barf every I love, time I see them do anything together I mean, she's way. a super good host. Ashley I is super good at what she's doing, and Jared really seems to be trying to climb on that bandwagon, and he did an pretty good job at those watch parties and remember chris harrison yeah didn't chris harrison at one point during the joke watch about parties, him stealing his he job he said who knows that, what a great host jared is so that yeah. makes me wonder if maybe that is on the works you know yeah i always thought that i always thought bed with <clears throat> yeah i would always thought I would, okay we're way sidetracking now yeah. but since we're talking about this anyway chris now, harrison's going to retire who should replace him i think that if chris harrison when chris harrison's ready to, re- to retire they're going to make a huge deal about it and ben is going to be the bachelor again because they will take ben and make him the bachelor again if when he's ready to whenever do whenever ben's ready yeah um because no no ben is the most lovable person in the whole franchise i think i think everyone it's safe to say that he's the most loved yeah i like ben a lot he has some stuff it's a toss-up for a lot of people between him and sean i think yeah the most loved bachelor and i didn't see sean's season or Ben's season but i like i love ben though um i love but yeah i think i've always thought that when ben's ready to be bachelor he'll be the bachelor again and then that'll be chris's last season and then that'll take over that'll take over yeah well but it's not that unreasonable to think that Ashley and Jared could tag Yeah, them. no, I could see that happening too, though. I, I just never thought about you it. You don't have to have the same host. Sorry, we're digressing, but you don't have to say have the same host for all three shows. Maybe Wells could 
step up and become not just the bartender, but the host of Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Cause he's part of that too. Yeah. Right? So there's a multitude of things could happen, but if I hope, I hope if they ever do do that, that they bring a girl in. Cause there's no reason not to have a girl help. Yeah. Us. Yeah. And if there's going to be a girl, it should be Ashley. It, I it would be Ashley. Yeah. yeah. I could see maybe them wanting to get Caitlin, but I think people would much prefer Ashley for the most part, even though I do like Caitlin. 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 Caitlin would be a good bartender too. She's so um, funny. Paradise. She, there's a number of things Caitlin could do that would be fun. Well suited for her. Yeah. Back to back to the back to this challenge. Sorry, we digressed, mm-hmm. but so there's a ring toss. Hosting. Wait, no. First, there was the hundred pound wedding cake oh, challenge, okay. and um, Onyeka goes first, and she kills it. And then Nicole tries, and she just can't push it, which I totally get. Hmm. Then there is the ring toss, which is a tire lifting where there's a ring. Like a wedding ring on toss, the tire. Sort of, right? Yeah, whatever. they call it the ring toss, but it's a tire flipping it's a tire. thing. And it's like got to be a 400 pound tire. <coughs> um, but Angro owns that one. Mm-hmm. And, and so does Sydney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're both, they're bitching, ma'am. And then there's the limo pull, and um, everyone fails until Canadian Caitlin pulls it. But that I was love kind of suspicious. Off and on, Ariel didn't get this when I mentioned it to her, but. Off and on during the um, competition, they play the bionic woman sound. I don't know what the bionic woman is. Yeah, I know, because you weren't alive in the 1970s. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That was your fault. Yeah. (laughs) It was to my credit, I think. That you were my... Oh, boy, would have been a very young mother if you were alive during the 70s. But, um, so I just happened to notice that cute little side fact that uh, they were using the bionic woman noises which i think is really cool so then the top three are sydney dj agro um and onyeka mm-hmm. and not surprisingly yeah not surprisingly at all especially since we found out our agro does uh martial, martial arts, arts yeah. yeah um and they have to carry a giant big ball around and run and like put a medicine it on a ball i think they're called yeah. medicine balls and um, Onyeka is fast, and um, Onyeka owns it. Yeah, she's like, I was trying to win, and I was running fast, and then I realized that I'm a lot faster than these other girls. <laughs> and then she wins, and she says, if you're not first, you're last. Which I was like, okay, just let these girls enjoy the date. Yeah. yeah. But she does crush it. Onyeka crushes it. Oh, she gets the trophy. They they have the other girls pull them around in the limo. Right. So they have their little victory parade, Colton and Onyeka, in the limo. But the other girls have to pull them around with their yeah. own brute strength. And then Col- they kiss in the limo. Colton's kissing girls in front of other girls a lot more this season than I've ever noticed a bachelor doing I think but I don't think that's his fault it's not always his yeah especially with like I think he's just too nice like Demi when she forced herself on him but yeah yeah. they kiss and then he doesn't look like he's that into it and then Onyeka tries to kiss him again and he just gives her his cheek which leads me to believe he's not that into Onyeka but the producers are I don't think it's not, I mean, I don't, yeah, you're right. I think he's not into her. He's not interested in her in that way. But I think he likes her. I think she. he finds think her to be fun. diverting and fun and interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he doesn't really feel that spark, I don't She's friend-zoned, let's face it. Yeah. <laughs> There's always that friend-zoned person yeah. on every season. And she, uh, I'm still, my feelings are still out on Onyeka. I'm sure she's going to go to paradise. Yeah, we'll see. I want to end up loving her. I'm just not exactly sure where I stand with her yet. 
And then they go to the nighttime date. It's called Metropolis. And it's at a place called Metropolis. And they're all wearing, a bunch of the girls are wearing really cute red outfits. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you are all fashion icons. I love these. Um, And then Colton, he says he wants a strong and confident woman. Which he's said a few times this Mm -hmm. season. And he will say a few more times throughout Mm -hmm. this episode. But then Tasha wants to tell him that she's, like there for him and stuff I guess so she goes over there and she talks to him and Tasha's like strong women support other women and I'm loving these women and I, I really like that there's some girls me too talking about supporting I, other women this season I, I think wrote that's down, a really cool thing I'm not sure if I'm right or you're right, exactly right but I wrote down strong women empower other women is what she said same thing um, yeah, same idea. I love that, though. I love that that's one of her priorities. And there was someone else that, Kaylin had that, said that last mm-hmm. week, too, um, mm-hmm. at the camp date. Right. So I love these it's women. a reoccurring thing that women are saying, and I think that's really, it I is. think that's a really nice, empowering thing to see on a show like this. It is that really good. is born from the ashes of such, like, not even the ashes, but it's born from such a kind of misogynistic idea of a television show of that this, they're kind yep. of turning it around. Right, right. Because it's honestly, the show start, starts off to be pretty... It's problematic. Pretty exploitive and like, I right. don't know. I mean, okay, so Bachelor's in its 23rd season. I think Bachelorette's coming on its 15th season. So it yeah. took them half the time to finally figure out that women want to see women in this role too. Yeah. People, not just women, but people want to see women in that strong role, too. So hopefully yeah. we're heading in that direction. I know it's problematic. I know that it's kind of ridiculous to try to wax philosophic about this whole thing. But I did appreciate Tasha's sentiments about this. Yeah, and I feelings. agree. I think it's the first season where we really see... I mean, we still see women trying to tear down other women in the show. But it's the first time that we kind of really see people talking about trying to support one another on the show. It makes me wish that when Demi says, oh, you're amazing and you're wonderful and I've, you're a great, you know, I wish that I could feel she was sincere. Yeah. And I will never feel she's sincere until she stops doing that ageist crap. Yeah. She's so complicated. She could totally own this path and become a stronger, better Bachelor Nation, you know, contender for the future. If she owned that path. Stop being mean-spirited. And dropped the mean-spirited ages crap. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so Colton uh, talks about how he um, needs someone to call him out when he's being ridiculous and stuff. And he, um, that's kind of what he's looking for when he's talking about wanting a strong woman. Yeah, he really emphasizes that this show he's, she's yeah. got a calm out she's got to be strong yeah it's interesting and um then he and Tasha kiss and next he talks to nicole and nicole's so cute i love nicole yeah, i think nicole she's adorable she and she talks about her grandma fleeing cuba yeah. and how um, she says nicole how strong says, she was yeah nicole says she might not be physically as strong as some of the other girls but she comes from a family whose women are really mentally strong and talks Mm -hmm. about her mother or her grandmother who fled Cuba in the time of crisis. And then she cries again and she... (laughs) Big surprise. Yeah, Yeah. and then she and Colton... Do they hug or kiss? I think Um, they might just hug it out. I didn't say... My notes just say Grandpa Poppy. Oh, no, Gracias She says Gracias Poppy. I'm thinking of her grandma and then it's Gracias Poppy. So maybe they do kiss. I don't know. 
<clears throat> and he teases her for calling him Poppy. And then he brings Onyeka a cake. Yep. Real and, cake, not the cake they pushed around yeah. made out of metal. But know. he says that it's the cake made out of metal. Um, and Colton's and maybe just talking he, about... Maybe he really thinks that is the real cake they pushed around in the dirt. Producers are like, just let him read his book. Like, <laughs> he'll, he's already learned a new word today. We don't need to explain to him we the cake. He's, he's done really good today, Colton. <laughs> yes, that's the same cake. <laughs> but there's no you dirt almost, on it, man. You almost knew ultimatum. <laughs> you almost did it. But then um, he's talking about how much the different feelings he's starting to get for the different girls. He says, Nicole's so sweet and I really enjoy spending time with her. Onyeka's really fun and it's really talking to the camera? Uh, Yeah. And then he talks about how much he likes Cassie. He's like, Cassie's just amazing. I just. Well, he calls back and says, she gives me butterflies. Yeah. And then, so if they ever do get married, they're going to have like a butterfly themed wedding. Probably. And then he, uh, it shows him and Cassie together and he's being kind of goofy with her and he's like, you're so cute and quirky and awkward. And she's like, am I really that awkward? She's like, uh, okay. Yeah. I think she's like probably thinking, I'm just shy, dude. And you always are making out with other women. Like give a girl a break. (laughs) And, um, he calls her cute and sexy. Yeah, but he definitely is super, super into Cassie. Yeah, that was see. one of the few makeouts of the season that I felt he was really committed to. Yeah, they were making out against a wall. Super cute. And then um, he talks oh, about Caitlyn. And here's and the Caitlyn part. They both are, They it shows what they're both kind of saying, and they both feel like they're behind on their relationship together. She's um, so pretty. Yeah, she's gorgeous. But we really know almost nothing about her apart from her being Canadian. Um, All we know is she's Canadian and Caitlin, and she's really cute. And and Colton wants to know a deeper part of her. And she says that she has nothing to really say, except that she's having a lot of fun on the show with him. She wants to take him out with her friends. He's like, yeah, he's like, so what what kind of a guy are you looking for? Oh, someone I can take out with my friends and party. And have fun with. He's kind of like... And I think the sentiment she's kind of trying to say is she wants, like... Someone who's a best friend that she can do friend type things with, that she also has a romantic connection with. Well, she didn't convey that very well. But yeah, she didn't convey that really really well. Um, I like her. I don't see any, I don't have any problem with her. It's just, this didn't work out very well. And he kept trying to um, get her to share something with him. And she was like, listen, I'm sorry I don't have a sob story. And I appreciate that honesty. Yeah. She was like, I'm sorry I've had a happy life and I don't have anything else to say, but I'm having a lot of fun here. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's, but that doesn't play on television. (laughs) Yeah. And so poor girl, just because she, she was kind of boring. So maybe they just didn't have a spark or anything. Cause you can still not have a sob story, but still have chemistry and like, yeah. And she didn't with a person. Um, and so you don't say, I want to take you out it. with my friends. That's weird. You know, if you're ready to commit to a guy and to marry him, it's not. Well, there's about... some people that are really just close to their friends. Yeah. But that's not Colton. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that's not something I mean, that I'm she sure can look for in a relationship. Friends, yeah. yeah. Really? I don't know. It's weird. I, well, I think, because you don't want to be with someone that doesn't get along with your friends if you're the kind of person that likes doing stuff with your friends. Yeah, but you stop. I mean, that's, you know, that's one of the things that I feel like my husband, Paul, like, is regretful of that we don't go out all the time with friends. 
we're at a different stage in life, but we're much older than these people. But we're at a different stage in life. It's it's fun to go out with friends, but most of the time you have to attend to your family and their needs and work and paying the bills and taking care of the house. Well, I think I don't think it's bad to want to find someone that gets along with your friends at all. Because oh, no, what that, if you find someone that just doesn't get along with your friends at all? Getting you know? along with your friends is super important. I think maybe that's what she was trying but to say. committing to partying or being with your friends you know, three or four times a week, that's unrealistic. Well, I don't think she was saying point. three or four times no, a week. No, she she was just saying that that's something that she looks for. No, no. She... I, I guess I'm just conveying to you that when you get to a certain age that it becomes less alluring and fun to go out a lot with your friends when, when you have a family and other commitments is all. Just try to give you my old lady point of view. Yeah, maybe. But I still, I don't <clears throat> think that's a bad thing to want from someone no, of course you want your significant other to get along with your friends. Yeah. Um, anyways, so basically Colton isn't vibing and he's like, I was really hoping to get some clarity, but I didn't get it. So um, I just don't think you're the one for me. And then he walks her out. And don't drink every time he says the word clarity in this episode, or you're in trouble. You're done. <laughs> yeah, he does say clarity a lot. That must have been his word of the his day. Big vocabulary. Yeah, and got, it's, it's a, a good C. It's a one. C, so it's pretty early on in the alphabet. <laughs> so that's probably what it is. I yeah. can't wait to get further along. I love listening to his. I favorite. can't wait till we get to X. <laughs> so, so she's out of there, man. He takes her out, and she's upset because. She gets sent home for being real, whereas she thinks that there's a lot of other people at the mansion who aren't as real as she is. And I was like, give me the tea on that. Like, what the heck? Why don't you tell us more about (laughs) And when there, it's an awkward walkout because he's a gentleman. He walks her out and he tries to hold her hand. She says, I don't want to hold your hand, Colton. I don't think she says that, does she? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, because I know some girls say that. Has said that in the past. And he shoots his name and everything. She says, I don't think I want to hold your hand, Colton. I noticed her walking in front of him. Yeah, and he kind of reaches out for her waist, and that's when she scuttles a little bit more forward. And he respects, you know, after that he respects it, and he says goodbye. It's it's all awkward and sad. Mm -hmm. And And the girls are watching, and they're like, oh, my God, why is she walking so far ahead of him? They think it's, like, the most shocking thing in the world. They're like, (gasps) their little draws job. Their raws dropped. Their raws dropped, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she's, like, crying and she's upset and stuff. But that's what it, it is what it is. And then um, Colton goes back. And it, this happens so fast because they're, like, the date's over at this point. But Nicole gets the rose and that's it. Then they go home. Like, they don't even get to show Nicole being that happy about it. Aww. And then um, they're back to the mansion. And, oh, I want to say one quick thing. When he's talking with Caitlin about time she spends with her family, he mentions board games. <laughs> he's, like, so into board games. Oh, Remember, yeah. like, they had a little clip back when he was talking to Chris Harrison about the fantasy suite and said, we could play board games. <laughs> so, so Colton's got this fixation on board games. I just wanted to throw Yeah, he's like, so, oh, that's what he says. Um, so when you have intimate times with your grandma, do you guys like play board games? <laughs> that was the full sentence. And she was like, I don't think you should call it intimate times. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but now they're back at the mansion and <clears throat> Lauren Bree is talking about something, but the only thing I can focus on is her super cute headband. Oh, she's so pretty. She, her she headband nice is so enough. cute. Well, Chris Harrison comes <clears throat> in. Oh wait. And, they're talking about how Caitlin went home the night before while they're in the kitchen and they open the fridge and we get to look at the fridge 
and it's so well stocked and they have so much food they have like ketchup they have almond milk they have regular milk they have a bunch of different juices did you look that close yeah i did oh, i saw that the girl was putting back in a califia farms almond milk bottle in the fridge because you could tell because it has the weird shape going on you d- you know they don't eat right she was drinking almond milk. It's different. They obviously do drink almond milk. That's the, not the same as eating. Drinking and I'm sure milk. they eat, Mom. They're not going right. to just kill themselves. All right. Lauren G. doesn't eat. You can't just assume that, Mom. She probably just eats salad. I'm exaggerating, but she's very skinny. She is. My point is that we shouldn't. We all have our body types. We have to work on what we have and make them the best they can be. I don't. I, I didn't get that point from that at all. But. No. Okay. Well, that was my inner. <laughs> my inner point was we don't have. It we don't all have Hannah G bodies. We have to work with what we have. Be the best we could be. Anyways, so um, Chris Harrison comes in. He's like crazy week. Ha 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 ha. Oh, um, there's no cocktail party today because Colton knows what Colton he wants. Colton knows what he wants. No, he doesn't. Everyone flips out. They're like, what? No cocktail party? I haven't had time with him. Ah! And then, um, anyway, so yeah, Chris Harrison announces that there's going to be a pool party. And then Chris Harrison's so funny. He's like, you girls will probably like it because Colton's going to be shirtless. To which I was like, "Ah!" Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Like, Chris Harrison just... (laughs) Anyways. So Demi calls herself sexy and tells Colton to take his shirt off, is what I have here. Oh, and then she oils him up. Oh, yeah. But she looks like she's 12. Her they, little bathing suit looks like it's from, like... body. Yeah. I, I don't think... She's, she's, she's pretty, tiny. but I don't think sexy is the word I'd use for her at all. Because oh. she just looks 12, and she, her bathing suit looks like something from the kids' section at, like, Target yeah, or something. Yeah, and we'll be seen in the... Um, I just... I really want... I really want... To be on the Demi train. But she needs to stop saying ageist, mean, nasty things to people. Then I'm I'm on there. Then I'm good. Then I'm happy to... It shows them all having fun at one point. And then Hannah G um, confronts him and is like, Hey, why didn't we have a date this week? And he's like, "Uh, Because I'm already obsessed with you and I'm confident in our relationship. So I wanted to figure stuff out with other people. My notes And she's like, Oh, okay, good. My note says, She is here for sure. At least for the time being. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then now we devolve into this awful pageant silliness. Hannah, Hannah Bama, what are we calling her? The Hot Mess Express. The Hot Mess Express. Express. I've been calling her. <laughs> Is talking with Heather questionable. I used to love you, questionable Heather. I still love her, even if she is being manipulative. I love her her in a different way. Yeah. Um, When Caitlin walks by, they're talking and chatting, and Heather's kind of pumping up hot mess. Yeah, everything's going to be okay, and hot mess is almost there. Yeah, it's going to be okay. And then Caitlin and Colton walk by, holding hands (laughs) together. And then Heather's like... And then all hell breaks loose. Heather's like, she's probably over there talking smack about you right now. And then Hannah flips out. She's like, I have a monster inside of me. A beautiful monster. And my rage tank is almost full. And Hannah, or Heather laughs at her. (laughs) She's like, oh, your rage tank, huh? Like, I feel like Hannah does, or I feel like Heather doesn't even like Hannah. There's too many H names this season. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's only, like, three of them. They're just so everywhere. (laughs) I feel like there's 50 of them. (laughs) I love her. She's not there for Colton. She's there for, like, the tea. 
Like, she's so ready. So Caitlin tells Colton Mm -hmm. that the Hot Mess Express didn't place, um, or she told him that when the Hot Mess Express didn't place, that she got mean and manipulative. So Caitlin felt she had to pull back because um, that's how she reacts when people are being mean to her. She used the word toxic again. Yeah, and she called her a toxic person. And Colton is finally acting like, well, no, he's still talking to Kaylin, and he's acting like he actually likes the Hot Mess Express. He's like, well, I'm conflicted because I see your point of view, but she's telling me something else, and I had a lot of fun with her on our one-on-one, which is a fat lie. He hated their one-on-one. I don't know why he's still pretending like he likes well, Hannah, as much as he likes Caitlyn, there's you know, a clear preference there. Yes, there is a clear preference there. However, on Hannah Hot Mess's one-on-one, he was having a terrible time. But because at the end he pulled out a little bit of victory, that made him feel good about himself. So I think that it's more of an ego thing than a, maybe, or like a satisfaction that a he satisf- knows he can get something from her. Yeah, I don't know exactly that what it is. She appeases him, I guess, but. The fact that he had a terrible time most of the time, but then managed to ultimately win some confidence there, I think, you know, negates yeah. he had a terrible time. Um, and then Colton goes and talks to Hotness Express, and he's like, listen, um, Caitlin's been telling me that you're manipulative, toxic, and deceitful. And Hotness Express is like... <gasps> What? <laughs> There's no way. And, and she, actually, she says, wait, say it again. And he says, toxic, manipulative, and deceitful. And she says, can I'm I... not deceitful. She says, can I borrow your vocabulary? Because <laughs> <laughs> those really aren't hard words. That was pretty neat. She, anyway. she doesn't know them. <laughs> They're probably just... Colton's like, no, I already know those words. They're not in the book. <laughs> She's like, how about befumbled? (laughs) That's not a word, mess. Um, And then she says that Kaylin changes her personality to achieve um, whatever goal she has in mind. And that if Colton chooses Kaylin at the end of all of this, that he is never going to get to know the real her. Which is kind of... Uh, kind of a big thing to say, I feel like. It's very manipulative. Like, and very for her bratty. to say. Yeah, yeah, and she's basically assuming that, okay, even if Kaylin is manipulative, which I don't think she is, Hannah saying that Kaylin is so manipulative that she's going to lie to him their whole lives together is a little ridiculous. Not case. It's, yeah. no, it's not case. It's yeah. hot mess, not case express. Yeah, she she's crazy. She, she, she is probably... Among the youngest, seeming immature of the young ones, yeah, Mass Express. She's just she doesn't she doesn't care about Colton. She doesn't like Colton. She just wants to be Kaylin. She's just this fragile little mess. I, I actually really kind of worry about her a little bit. Yeah, I definitely don't think she should be on this show. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, no, this is, is Stockholm syndrome. It is, right? Yeah, it's Stockholm syndrome, the television show. I forget <laughs> who I was telling. I was telling someone that the other day. I was like, I love The Bachelor so much, but it really is just Stockholm syndrome, the reality television show. It's really. I mean, The Bachelor is not physically kidnapping these women and holding them hostage, but it does simulate that in sort but of if a you're, non-criminal way. 
if you're in an environment and you're only allowed to pursue one person romantically, then that's, yeah, that's definitely Stockholm Syndrome. Well, yeah, you're, I mean, you're confined in a place. And, and you, you can't have your phone or anything, so you don't even have access to the world around yeah, you. Yeah, you're confined in a place. Your success is dependent on your forging a relationship with this dude, yeah. right? So, yeah, it's totally not natural. It's very fascinating in a social experiment kind of way. But we have to hope that the producers and the casting people are smart enough to choose women who are not going to be permanently damaged by the process. Hot Mess Express, I don't think, was the right choice. They messed up for um, safety-wise there, but for ratings-wise, I think they made a good choice. Which kind of sucks that that's what it comes down to. Well, they're grown women, you know, they're... Yeah. So, anyways, so then it goes... uh, uh, Colton, you can kind of see, like, how stupid he thinks that this whole thing is. And he he's kind of expressing to Hannah first, though, that she think, that he thinks this whole thing is stupid. And Hannah says that she's definitely telling the truth and stuff. And then Colton leaves, and he goes to the producer hut, which I think is the part of the mansion that got burned down in the California mm-hmm. fires, which we drove through that area one time. Um, we didn't get yeah. we get, we didn't get touched by the fire where we live. We're right in the middle of the two of big fires that happened, but it was a, it really was a terrible, terrible fire. We Ooh, drove yeah. through. It was devastating to see all the black mountains everywhere. It was and black all the way down to the freeway. It mm-hmm. was it was so scary. I can't speak for the Northern California fires, but anybody that thinks that the forests were mismanaged. In Southern California, is foolish because they're not because there's no forest down there. There is just scrub brush, and it's 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 just there's dang. nothing you can do about it. It's just something that happens in California, and they're they do controlled burns to man. That's what, how they manage it down there. Is they do controlled burns, but yeah. you can never know what. It gets so hot down there during the summers, too, which is when this happens. And you can never know when random stuff's going to strike and burn yeah. stuff. And the people that live in Malibu and um, those the hills around there, wherever the Kardashians live. I think I think the Bachelor Mansion is kind of near <coughs> where the Kardashians are, too. Mm-hmm. Um, those hills, whatever they're area. called, Calabasas area. Those, peop- the, those folks have always had fires and landslides and, you know, it's part of living there. It's beautiful and epically gorgeous, but... It's also very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so that's kind of the first, that's one of the times we get to see this producer hut, and it's the one that gets burned down in the fire, I think. But um, Colton's in there, and he's flipping out, and he's like, I don't know what to do. This is so stupid. I thought I knew what I wanted, but now I don't know. Chris Harrison walks in, and he's like, so uh, is today going to change what, like, how it turns out at the end? And Colton's like, it might. Like, super dramatically. And then it cuts to the rose ceremony. Rose ceremony. And um, some of the... There were only a few cute dresses I saw. Most of them were kind of so-so. <clears throat> oh, um, Hannah talks about how she definitely felt like they had the strongest connection out of all the girls. This is Hot Mess Express Hannah. Um, but now she doesn't know. Which definitely isn't true. She's never had the strongest No, she's delusional. But she... Yeah, she's getting a bad case of, like, the first one-on-one syndrome. On-site psychiatrist. Help Hannah B. Yeah. She's a hot mess. So she... Anyway, she's freaking out the whole time. Yeah. And the people that already have roses are Kaylin, Elise, and Nicole. So they're all safe. 
The mm-hmm. first person that gets a rose is Hannah she G. Is Nicole, all some of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good. It was a good week for for yeah. date roses. So Hannah G gets the first. Hannah one. G gets the first rose, which, which is pretty is, cool because she didn't get a single date this whole time, and that's his. So that's probably a little nerve wracking for the other girls. And it's his effort to say, "Look, you know, I'm serious. Just hang tight, and I'll get to you later." Yeah, I'll get you. He's uh, probably really, saving her for internationals. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's Tasha. Katie, Cassie, um, but then Kerpa gets a rose, and Sydney, and Demi. Go Kerpa, unsung Kerpa, I want to learn more about you. Okay. Then Demi, Demi. gets uh, the rose, and she says that she is ecstatic to accept the rose. <laughs> and then Tracy's right after Demi, and they're always standing next to each other during the rose ceremony. And they both look pretty tonight. Even Tracy had a Even pretty Tra- dress. Yeah, this was Tracy's best dress so far, for sure. And um, Demi's dress is pretty, too. Yeah. What was Demi's dress? They were both super low-cut. Tracy's was, like, burgundy-colored, and Demi's was light-colored, like a white Was it beige? pink? Maybe pink. Very light, pastel-y yeah. kind of. Um, I really <clears throat> liked Tracy's dress, actually. I did like Tracy's, and I thought Demi looked for the first time like she didn't shop in the Coles Children's Department. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Tracy... Uh, gets called and Demi's face is so funny. I rewound it like oh, yeah. three times because I was like, just I was laughing. This weird her, face, her head looked like it was going to explode. She was like shocked. She was like oh this weird amalgam of confused and disgusted. It's like it little, was so funny. <laughs> her little <laughs> nose and her shitty and her nose wrinkle. It was uh, so funny. She's priceless. Um, and then it pans to Hannah, who's off screen somewhere, and it says it, it shows um, Hamas Express calling Kaylin um, a snake and um, annoying. She so she's just being super catty even during the rose ceremony, and it's just like, come on. Um, Courtney gets a rose. Heather. Um, Heather, Onyeka, and then the final rose goes to Hot Mess Express, uh, Hannah B. She should forward it to Nina. <laughs> or Bree. Or Catherine, so even. Girls, I'd rather have freaking Catherine than Hannah so B. So the girls going home are DJ Agro, Catherine, um, Lauren Bree, Bree, and uh, Nina. Nina. So it was it was some some standouts that are going home kind of yeah. early. It's kind of surprising. I was really surprised about Lauren Bree. Anyways, so she uh, all the girls are leaving, and Colton says, "Oh my gosh, how, what's the dog's name? What's DJ Agro's dog's Lucy. name?" Lucy. He's like, "Oh my god, Lucy's going to be so excited to see you. Like, have so much fun." And she's like, "I'm so excited to see her. Thank you so much for watching her." Yeah, she. Turned- and it was a really sweet. <laughs> And then I think at this point it shows Hannah kind of falling apart and she's blaming um, Colton. She's blaming everybody but herself. Yeah, she's like, he's crazy that she's still here. Um, And she feels like she doesn't deserve any of this. uh, To be chosen last. Yeah, any of this. And um, it's It's at that point. It's only because of what other people said about me. Yeah, and then at that point it kind of is like, I think she says, this isn't fair. I effing hate her. Wackadoodle. So she's, she's falling gone, apart. She's gone off the wackadoodle train. Um, and then it shows next week. And next week, they're already going Singapore. to Singapore. Are you kidding? I had to, like, look at it, like, five times. Like, I was maybe Singapore, Nebraska? Yeah. Why, why are you... You actually are going overseas? You're There's still... There's 
15 girls left. They yeah. never do internationals till there's like eight people left. Yeah, there should be at least two more shows before internationals. Two like, that's ridiculous. I can't believe they're already traveling. Maybe they'll come back. I don't know. Maybe. Don't know. Maybe they're trying to pump I, up, revamp the season. They're excited about having a bachelor that is not Ari. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's it. And spending some more money and doing some more fun stuff. But yeah, so that was this week. My, uh, who's your Sparkle Squad? Say the full name because I forget. My Sparkle Squad, comma, our sartorial survey is either, they're both in red, either Elise or or, um, Lauren Bree. Bree. Mine was probably going to be my favorite, my Sparkle Squad, I would say, would go to probably Lauren Bree's dress, because I really liked the cutout, yeah, the the one shoulder thing, Mm -hmm. I guess it wasn't a cutout, like the choker with the one sleeve. I really liked Tracy's dress, too, which was a shocker. But yeah, so... That was our This Week of The Bachelor. Can, can like So can people email us and tell us what they think their favorite Sparkle Squad was? They sure can. If you would like to reach out to us at all. Sorry, that's the dogs. Um, but if you would like to reach out to us at all, our Instagram is Rosette's Podcast. Um, and we have links to the podcast and stuff up there. And we post things there. Um but you can also email us at um, rosettespodcast at gmail.com. Um, and we love hearing suggestions or what you thought of the episodes and stuff like that. Just a reminder, we are new at this whole podcasting thing, so we're still getting in the swing of things. Um, so we cherish any suggestions and encouragement. Encouragement is so awesome yeah um and we um we really do want to talk about things that um you want to hear about and we are do want to kind of take this in a way that where we talking talk about dating and like the good and bad parts of it and stuff like that as shown in the bachelor but there's just been so much pageant drama so far that there just hasn't been an opportunity to even discuss that yeah we're finding our feet clearly but we appreciate your sticking with us, and we... Yeah, and we went a little overtime this episode, I think, but um, we'll work on that also. So, thank you, and good night. We will see you in Singapore. Oh, Singapore.